0: Are you tired of all the dating games, rules, and societal norms that make falling in love confusing and stressful?
1: Then join us as we ditch the script and empower you to establish healthy, conscious
0: relationships. This weekly podcast breaks down popular dating reality television and educates you on healthy versus toxic dating habits.
1: I'm Brianna, a licensed therapist.
0: And I'm Alex, a trauma-informed and certified narcissist recovery coach.
1: Are you you ready ready? to ditch the script?
0: Mm -hmm. Hello. hello. hello, Hi.
1: Oh my god. The fact that we are here. Happy
0: Friday. Yeah.
1: Happy Friday. The fact that we are here, the fact that we are doing this is honestly insane.
0: We're killing it. We're slaying it always. And this is our hundredth episode. So like it's (gasps) also special. Yeah. Shh. Up. Happy hundredth episode, everybody. Hey. Happy
1: hundredth. We're a hundred episodes old. And you want to know what else
0: I want to celebrate? I want to f- celebrate this fucking flawless skin I have today. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was talking mm-hmm. to Brie about it for five milliseconds before we got on, but I got this new chemical peel and I have vitamin C that I'm adding into my skincare routine. Look at this. No makeup, everybody. She's this dewy motherfucking flawless skin. I'm enjoying it while I'm on my period, by the way. In case that might be TMI She's... for y'all, but we don't care.
1: It's not <laughs> not for me. Tell me more. Not for Tell me. Tell me about the consistency of your blood. That's I want to know.
0: No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up better than those details.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Here we are, hundred episodes. Okay. The Golden Bachelor. Episodes. And man. a little bit for um, outside of Bachelor Nation stuff. Yeah. You have your first wedding this weekend.
0: I know I have my first wedding this weekend. So that's actually why this episode is going to be buckle up. We are speeding through all the details because <laughs> I got to get to the venue for a load in and then do a ceremony rehearsal. And that's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. It's a Jewish wedding too. Hala. Yeah. So like the blessing of the challah bread and the wine and the breaking of the yeah. glass. So like, yeah, yeah. it's going to be super Mazel fun, toh. but thank you. Yeah, I had,
1: I, had no idea that, I had no idea that this was going to be a Jewish wedding that you were doing. That's so funny.
0: Oh yeah. I mean like very non-traditional, like it's not in a, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. ceremony not in a temple or anything, but it's going to be a good time. <sighs>
1: yeah. Cool. Yeah. Fun.
0: Okay. I just had to we're share because I'm like, it's so fun. I feel like you're there with yeah. your spirit.
1: <laughs> yep i represent all jews everywhere all at once at any yep. time <laughs> exactly how <laughs> <Have> about nagila <laughs> oh, i love oh it okay God. cool so should we just so. like get the fuck in sure
0: should do you the fuck have in? any fun life updates to share like any split
1: mm, no <laughs>
0: cool so then yeah let's dive in the golden bachelor women tell all yo yeah (laughs) i know right the
1: the ending of this episode
0: (laughs) with the bloopers oh the
1: bloopers bloopers were incredible
0: okay yeah which which i was just
1: the end the 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 rose
0: you were shocked i was shocked because i was like we know who he's gonna give it to like
1: we were so confident
0: well i and i stand by my confident choice he was gushing over her do we just want to talk about it i gotta blow my nose let's
1: just talk let's just let's talk about let's let's do what we came here to do let's talk about gary let's talk about who he did not give his rose to and then we can talk about the ladies
0: okay cool well we leave off with the final rose or the last rose ceremony it's leslie faith Teresa. leslie has a rose and then gary's like oh no excuse me while i go keel over and find my breath to be able (laughs) to do what i need to do Mm -hmm. and i don't want to do it right so poor guy is dysregulated Mm -hmm. af Mm -hmm. and we're all over here watching on the edge of our seats. But I'm also not really on the edge of my seat because I'm like, we know who you're gonna pick. We know you're gonna pick yeah, Faith. Like you see it. I love you. And like like with their moment and like he was vibing with the grandsons playing football and like they're riding horses together. They're talking mm-hmm. about lifestyle. To quote Gary, he's mm-hmm. like, this is so good motioning between them. And then we have the shocker of a lifetime. Mm-hmm faith doesn't get the rose
1: yeah i feel played
0: i low-key feel played too yeah i feel played not necessarily by gary
1: i feel played by the editors because they did this to
0: us they did a big old curveball they did a big old curveball they did but you know what i also am curious if like i would love to be a little fly on the wall in gary's brain You kind of want to like Like, talk to
1: him and like interview him and be like, Hey, what was that like for you?
0: Well, I'm curious to know. And I, I wish he had shared more on this episode when he like during women tell all, when he got to talk to faith and kind of explain like where, where that thought process and like why he sent her home. He didn't really expand Mm -hmm. on that, but I am curious if the flight situation and getting there and the lifestyle of it all was really the thing that like, because at the end of the day, And I hear this the more and more I do work with relationships, study relationships, listen to people who are in successful relationships for a long period of time. And the one thing that it always comes down to is lifestyle, they're like, it's Mm -hmm. not feasible for you know, because like we said last week, love isn't enough, right? So it's like, it's not feasible for people with completely mismatched lifestyles to have a sustainable relationship, because it's just so Mm -hmm. different. And someone's gonna have to Mm -hmm. really give up like not even compromise, like give up a way Mm -hmm. of being to make it work. And so I'm curious if that was it. Because like, Mm -hmm. he was about her. Like, that's not a question. Like more about her than Teresa and the way that I was seeing it like way more
1: way like miles more like it really their connection to me felt like two people who really like are like are are magnets to one another uh, without even trying like remember uh, when Faith was there and Gary came out and she's like they finally like take apart their hug and she tries to talk to him she's like oh my god it's so hard not to touch you yeah. I'm like, yeah, babes, that's because that's your motherfucking person.
0: <laughs> right. It that's was how weird. I felt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really curious. And then, you know, this is actually a question that kind of has been popping into my mind, like the difference between settling and choosing a partner that's good enough, which does not sound sexy. But when we, again, like, have you heard of the secretary example of like relationships and interviewing no. and dating? Oh, Mm-mm. okay. Okay. So do you want me to dive into it? I'm going to give Cliff Notes version. But basically, oh my God. please,
1: please, please, please.
0: So we get like to get away from this hyper fixation of like the perfect person because that doesn't exist. Right. There's this example where if you were like interviewing for a secretary position and you have like 100 applicants, how are you going to make sure you pick the right one? And the example goes, you interview the first 37 people. So about a third of the people, first 30, maybe, Mm -hmm. I can't remember the exact number. It's 30, 37, something around there. You interview the first 30 to 37 people, and the best one out of that 30 becomes your benchmark person. So then as you continue to uh, interview the remaining applicants, the next person that either meets meets your benchmark person or is above your benchmark person, you hire them and you stop interviewing the rest of the candidates. Oh. And so they say to do the same thing with dating. So like take inventory of your last 30 to 37% of the people that you've dated and whoever your best relationship is becomes your benchmark. And then from there, the next person you date, that's either matching your benchmark or above is who you marry. Oh yeah
1: wow interesting
0: okay I love
1: that I think that that makes a lot of sense
0: yeah the reason I share this is because although we can see plain as day how magnetic and like juicy that connection is between Gary and Faith if the logistics of the longevity of the relationship aren't matching up like it begs the question like is he settling if he chooses Teresa or Leslie or is he really being intentional and like no like the the longevity of either of these relationships is going to be more sustainable because of which means he'll be able to fall in love with them even more does that make sense am I yeah. explaining that okay yeah
1: okay. yeah no you're doing a great job I think <clears throat> like I just like I think that that makes sense but it, it we'd have to get inside his brain to know what criteria adds up for his like best relationship that like what makes the most sense for him because yeah. if I were Gary I like I don't think I would have had a really hard time letting faith go because of the way that we were connecting because yep. the connection with faith feels like akin to uh, a a favored connection of my own of my own history of right. my own past so it was like it would right. have been like, oh I want that um, and yes yeah. lifestyle challenges but like not ready to take this one out of the out of the race
0: I know. I just like like, what it
1: like where is Teresa and Gary in alignment? I don't know. I don't know who they are as a couple.
0: Okay. I'll say this, because I even said this to when my boyfriend and I were watching it, like not this last episode, but the episode before. Um Uh I said this. I was like, if you pick Teresa, it'll work. I don't I literally just was like with the utmost confidence, I was like the only person I can see Gary leaving with and actually going the distance is Teresa. Uh Um, I think faith and him, it would have been really explosive and then it would have crashed and burned. And I think the Mm -hmm. same is true of Leslie. Um, but Teresa, I could see it working out, but it's not going to be the same connection that we see with faith, which is why it's like, Mm. how do we define settling? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, all relationships are going to feel different. You and I have been talking about this privately, right? All relationships are going to feel different. So it's like, when we get into this really slippery slope of uh, comparing, like, oh, with this person, I had this kind of explosive reaction, like reaction, connection. And with this person, I had this kind of connection, right? It's not always choosing the one where you have the most intense fanny flutter, Right. Yeah. The hardest boner, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, it's going yeah. to be the one where it's like, this is sustainable. And that like again, sustainable is not a sexy relationship. That doesn't mean you're not connected. That doesn't mean you don't have feelings of yeah. love. That doesn't mean you don't have fun together. It's just at the end of the day, if you're looking for a long-term secure, stable partnership, what are those qualities in comparison to the things that might be ex- like so exciting and fireworky? But they're fleeting, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's I, hard. I, I, no, it's so true. And like, it's so funny because when you and I do talk about this, it like logically, I'm like, yeah, you need to pick the person that you can go the distance with, and what what adds up to going to the distance with is can look like something that isn't fireworky. Obviously, like I, I think that we tend to find the fireworks to be the thing to be a, a little cautious of, but yeah. I'm having a hard time with it in the case of Teresa because I excuse me. I don't know if it's at like it's like the show's the romanticism of the show really wants me to lean towards sexy connection and like romantic connection, but I'm having a hard time because it's like hmm. I just it's hard to even see him and Teresa working out as a long-term couple in in reality and again i think it's because i i feel like i don't know who you are as a couple
0: yeah i can understand that i don't know who you are as a couple question mark the reason i think it will work with teresa is because um how do i say this in a kind way um i think teresa is so committed already that she is like that that's like what 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 gary is choosing within her is like she very much has made it clear for the last few episodes like i love you i want to be here we're gonna do this i can do this with you and i think because of that confidence that she has gary's kind of resting in that um Mm -hmm. and i think it makes him feel really supported and secure so even mm. though it might not be as sexy, fiery as what we see, I think, again, he's looking at location and he's looking at uh, the longevity, like the sustainability of it. And again, it's not like this is a like, if I'm being honest, this is a hard conversation to have even with yourself, because mm. it's like, wow. like what you and I were talking about when we FaceTimed a couple weeks ago, it's like. There are certain aspects that all of us love and value in relationship, but what do we do when we have a partner where it's like, similar to what Teresa is, where like, they check a lot of the boxes, but there might be a few sexier boxes that this person isn't necessarily checking, but I know I can have a long-term relationship with them. So then it's like, what are your deal breakers? Are your deal breakers the sexy fleeting things or are your deal breakers the, I know I can do this with you, like type things you know what I'm saying
1: yeah yeah Um, totally
0: it's hard Mm, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have with yourself honestly
1: yeah I think I I think you need a lot of support in it and that's why I feel I feel for someone in a situation like the show because like you Mm. can't talk to anyone about it um but if you are in a position like this you really got to like lean on your your friends or your family or like the people that you feel safe with because I know that there are good people in my life, you included, that would like sort of have those difficult conversations with me about, like, Brianna, is this a person that like is good for right now? Or is this a person that you're like trying to build with? And it's so tough when everyone around you and yourself included just want you to be happy. And sometimes it's like, you want to choose the happiness of right now because, and you want to hope that the happiness of right now takes you well into the future. And there's just no guarantees on this stuff.
0: Nope. Oh my God. I also just had a friend, a guy friend call me up the other day. Cause he It's a long story, but he's very much like dealing with this right now. And I was like, do you want me to be a friend right now? Or do you want my honest advice? <laughs> like what lane do you want me in? Yeah. Um, because yeah. I'm trying to be that for him right now, but in the most respectful, loving, supportive way. And it is a hard <sighs> fence for me to straddle. He receives it very well, but it's like, mm. I can, I feel, I feel, and of course I'm not a wizard, I can't tell the future, but based off of patterns yeah. in the relationship that I've seen with this specific person in this scenario, I feel like the writing's on the wall and I can see it going exactly where I see it going, but because the emotions are so mixed in with it all, it's hard for him to see it from that lens right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and that's where it's just like, and I love you anyway and do whatever you want to do because it's your life and I'll be here for you no matter how you want me to be here for you. But
1: fuck. Yeah. I felt for um, faith in the the crescendo of the relationship because she was on such a high and she's realistic enough to know that, like, it was possible that she could go home, but she just got.
0: Yeah, rocked. if I was faith, I wouldn't have thought I was going home. Like if I
1: Me like neither. If you go
0: back to that moment where they were like in front of everyone, but they were so here and it was like, I love you, I love you too. Like that moment, right? Was so like like you could feel the tunnel vision, even though they were in a public setting, it was like they were the only ones existing. And mm-hmm. if I was Faith and had that moment with this guy in this setting, I would be like bitch it's me like I would have been so a
1: hundred percent
0: knocking my neck, mic into my coffee I would have been like yeah thank you I'll see you at the fantasy suite where's my Neil Diamond <laughs> ring or would be yeah. Lane ring or whatever um and yeah bye oh yeah I <laughs> would have been like this me. this whole
1: thing's wrapped up <laughs> whole thing
0: and then you'd find me crying in a car being like what
1: yeah how did you feel about her of some of her parting thoughts um, in at the Women Tell all, where she was just like i I had never felt safe. she was asking herself really good questions, like, what is it about this person that's so different than other people that I've dated? And I love that question. But actually, Mm -hmm. like, I think I thought that was great. But she was like, I never felt really safe with another person the way that I allowed myself to feel safe with you and that you, you helped me feel safe. And I allowed myself to feel safe. And I worry that I may never have that again. Um, Mm. But I'm I'm grateful to have had it with you. What did you think about that?
0: I mean, I think it's great self-reflection and these are questions I ask myself all the time is like, what am I feeling? What's the difference? Like, especially when past relationships end, like having that moment to kind of quantify, like, what was it that I loved about this? What was it that maybe I'd like to improve about this? Whatever. Um, But the only thing that I'm kind of like, faith, (laughs) you can do better. Come on. Is the... I'm worried I'll never have it again. Like sitting in that worry, instead of doing, Sandra mentions this, and this is what I, and Joan does too, call an expander where it's like, now that you see the proof, now that you have a physical being that you can look at and be like, good men like this exist and can make me feel safe. Lean into that as proof that there are more out there instead of Gary's the only one and I'm never gonna meet a Gary. It's like, well, with that mindset, you're right. So it's like, that's the only thing where I'm like, okay, Faith, let it be an expander instead of a uh, push. positioning your viewpoint as lack.
1: It's so true. Actually, until Faith came on the scene, what I was so impressed by and was really actually quite surprised by was how all of the women were reflecting on their experience with Gary being like, this opened me up to see that this is possible. And now that I know that it's possible, I feel eager. They all had the same, at least the ones who yeah. spoke about it, Ellen. Joan, Sandra, that other woman that was gorgeous hair that we never really got to know. They, they all were like, this is, this is out there and therefore we can find it. And, um, I just, it was so interesting because we don't typically experience that. I know that a lot of people come to you for services, Mm -hmm. complaining of the latter where they're like, I, I'm just never going to find anyone ever again. And so I was, I was surprised that this group of women felt that way. And I was so glad to hear it because it's really showcases the differences of like the abundance mindset, the scarcity mindset.
0: Yeah. And it's so true because whatever you believe your brain looks for to be true, period. Yeah. And I'm, I have literally been living proof of this in so many different ways, not just mm-hmm. boys, men, whatever, mm-hmm. they're boys. they'll always
1: be boys even when they're not boys they're boys
0: Uh, yeah um so anyway yeah i i thought it was great honestly can i just take a moment to shout out natasha because she said some a quote of mine that i say all the time she's like life be lifing," and i was like i literally have several texts of me i feel like i've sent it to you i can't remember who else i sent it to literally this week where i was like oh one of my clients, I was like, life be lifeing. Um, and I say it all the time. And so when I heard her say it on national TV, I was like, oh my God, yes, I knew yeah. I loved you. Yeah, Yeah, because it's true. It's like, you know, we can always, and this kind of goes back to the mindset we were just talking about. It's like, life has curveballs. Yes. And you can either allow those curveballs to make your focus be like, oh, life is so hard. Life is so challenging. Taylor Swift has a lyric that I literally refuse to sing where it's life is emotionally abusive. And it's like, yo, I totally get it. And I'm going to choose to not have that be my only belief system, right? Or we Mm -hmm. can sing the lyric and be like, and I'm strong enough to handle it, right? Like, But Mm -hmm. it really is one of those things where it's like, whatever... Tony Robbins says it too, right? Where your focus goes, energy flows. It's always that. So it's like Mm -hmm. life be lifing. Instead of it being like life sucks, life is hard. My mantra is life be lifing and I'm here to handle Mm -hmm. it. Like that's Mm -hmm. really what I rest in a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to, actually I had a friend that sort of said this to me uh, once while I was just sort of like a little down and out about the dating experiences I was having. Mm -hmm. But she was like, I know that it feels more comfortable because it feels more familiar to believe that this is just going to continue to be hard. She was like, or you could just believe and tell yourself that there's actually much better and you're going to find it. And that, that, that's just like, that's just what it is, even though that feels uncomfortable and it feels foreign and it feels like you're lying to yourself. She goes, what is the risk?
0: Yeah. Literally. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) I talk about that um, quite a bit more in my somatic manifesting thing, but it's so true. It's like, just in case, like if we're going to, this is like easier to say with money, but it's way directly transferable to men. It's like, just in case money decides who they get to hang out with, I'm not going to pee the person that's like, man money sucks money's root of all evil like if i'm that energy do i think a dollar bill is gonna choose to come into my bank account no because i'm over here being like fuck you money but it's the same thing with men right it's like if i'm if i'm over because men do get to choose who they're with very literally (laughs) right so it's like if i'm over here constantly in an energy of like all men suck the only good ones you know all the good ones are taken blah 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 is a man going to want to choose me and vice versa right if you're like think about it like Mm -hmm. this Brie, would you want to be with a guy who is like, all women are crazy?
1: No. no. Immediately, so no. So it's
0: like, exactly. So it's like, we need to be mindful. Like, do p- are there people of all genders and orientations that probably aren't healthy humans? A hundred percent. We can absolutely say that. And there are also wonderful people of all genders and orientations that are on this planet looking for someone just like you. So when you choose to rest in that belief, that's when it's like the universe is like, Okay, we're gonna brush it up. We're gonna throw this person this other person's way, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good point. I should be more careful about who I tell my frustrations about men to. You know,
0: because <laughs> I, I mean, do be frustrated. I'm here for it. Do not, do I, not feel like I judge you. Whatever. Oh no no, like no,
1: no 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 like, no 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 no. I I know that you're safe, but like, <laughs> I I can't be saying I can't be like. I can't be like on a date and and think that I'm just talking about like my job and being like you know like men are a big problem and at my at work a lot of the people that I work with are suffer the abuse of men and a a lot of times women as well. Don't get me don't get it twisted. We got some mother wounds up in this bitch,
0: but
1: (laughs) represent, but. But like sometimes like you can't like you can't just you can't just you got to be careful. I have to be careful about who I who I be spewing my like me- I'm like men are really getting to me type of type of type of banter. it to you know? the
0: mattresses. Yeah. 100.
1: <laughs> Yo. And when okay. you say OK. So when Alex says take it to the mattresses she's like f- like fight it out punch it out.
0: Yes. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a quote In from the godfather. <laughs> oh. cool it's a double entendre double entendre Mm, mm,
1: mm. love it okay
0: um so i wish we got more up from joan about the baby i was kind of disappointed that we didn't but also respect privacy did you have anything to say about joan
1: no i just say like i i you know what I was glad that she said I was glad that Please. she was honest and she was like you know I won't lie there were a couple times after I was home like I thought that he would just show up at my doorstep I was like me too girl bitch
0: <laughs> too yeah us too like yes <laughs> you were like go I, find I, Joan <laughs> yeah I and still, also I like, still feel that way even with Teresa and Leslie I'm like yeah go find Joan <laughs> go find
1: Joan <laughs> I also feel like I am also that bitch. Like, I will have someone break up with me, like literally break up with me, and I'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, so it's just a matter of time, yes, before, before they reach back out. I did that with my first boyfriend, like my first. Oh, and my 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 high school boyfriend and my college boyfriend, uh, they broke up with me tragically, and I was like, I was like, Dumbasses. yeah, and I was like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, like they're going to want to be with me again also it was like this messaging that i always had that was like
0: like well, they're gonna come back yeah they're gonna literally come back. like that's what a rom-com plot is right yes but it, it do, you want you to know,
1: do you want to know how many times they came back <laughs> settle
0: <laughs>
1: settle
0: <laughs> i love marie if you're not watching her youtube clip the way she did that's so sexy like laughs laughs yes. yeah yeah
1: so, i just like i'm that delusional hoe. Oh, like i'm up. like oh they will come back set up um, several times they came back okay so that was how i felt about joan but i did i was totally vibing with her that she was like i know that this is out here and also joan you are bad go yes. out there yes
0: go out there yeah she's hot she's super hot she's hot
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: um so go joan go Ellen crushed me that was Mm,
1: sad that made me cry
0: I know have you checked on her yet in Delray Beach
1: (laughs) every time you you say that you tell you remind me that she's here and I'm like oh my god I have to go find her and I have not
0: you're like gonna be driving by the local pickleball courts with like a megaphone Ellen Oh man, so funny, Ellen.
1: Where are you? I'm coming for you. I'm here. I'm, I'll hold you. But she seems Honestly, to be doing okay.
0: She seems to be doing great. The part I literally cried. By the way, I just watched this episode at eight a.m. this morning. Yeah, and I I'm just already crying this because mm-hmm. this gal. And the story of her friendship with Roberta, friends for 60 Mm -hmm. years, she got done filming Mm -hmm. to arrive home and find out her friend was in a semi-coma state. Like, how Mm -hmm. shattering is that? And Mm -hmm. then she Mm -hmm. said, because she was mentioning how Roberta was like, "Um, we're going to watch the first episode together. And Ellen was like, look, she basically gave her permission to go, like, pass. Like, we're going to watch it, just we'll be in different places. And that... Yeah, I'm gonna emotional just saying, yeah, oh man. Um, but thank you for sharing that friendship with us, it was really beautiful to watch and see.
1: I was just doing math. Hang on, I'm gonna close the door, okay? Door, I was was doing math. Um, well, my my mom came home, so there's like some activity out there, and these aren't noise canceling headphones, so I don't know if you can hear what's going on, I cannot
0: okay okay
1: cool. great <laughs> um uh i was just doing some math and we will have been friends for 60 years when we are 72
0: okay great i'm here for it yeah see yeah. you there bitch we've,
1: we've already got 20 uh, years in the bag
0: yeah i think 21 for me 21
1: 21 oh yeah yeah
0: 21 21 21 well 20 or I don't 21, know. it's Did around we, there. Didn't we,
1: meet, didn't we meet when we were, like, 12? And aren't we, I think we on met, 32?
0: We met summer of 2003, I believe. So, yeah, 20 years, because it's 20 years. Okay, 20 yeah. years. Next summer 20 will years. be 21 years.
1: Yeah, 21 years. I and have a fr-
0: of those photos. I need to go through them.
1: Oh, my God. Shut up.
0: Let's yeah, release the like tapes. 99% sure.
1: Next year, our friendship can go to the bar and get a drink. <gasps>
0: You know what that means?
1: We're gonna drink.
0: Sh- We're gonna go to Epcot and drink around the world next summer for our,
1: for our for our twenty first birthday,
0: twenty first friendship birthday. Would you be down?
1: Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds great.
0: No, that is drink, so funny. Drink around the world.
1: We, we should make t shirts that say <gasps> our friendship just turned twenty one.
0: We with should a little, make I, little
1: ID <laughs> and then go around.
0: That's so cute! Oh, oh my we God, have to we do should, that. We re- we're let's do it. I'm serious. Okay, yeah, done. Yeah. Well, can you put it on the? Can you, it out.
1: Can, you, can you put it on the vision board?
0: Yeah, it's going on the vision yeah. board. I'm to about it.
1: That's so cute. It's, it's so, so cute. cute.
0: We're doing it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh man. Me too. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, even cool, though this cool, is cool. way more fun to talk about than the golden badge, we have to do our service. So we're going to go enough. back to Gary. <laughs> um My favorite part maybe of this entire episode was uh, when Gary said, granddaughters be damned. I was like, I don't think you mean those words. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. But
0: what does he that was mean? like Well, Jesse Palmer was giving him crap about like you said you weren't gonna kiss a lot of ladies, but you oh, kissed right, a lot right, of right. ladies, even though your granddaughters mm-hmm. were watching and he was like, Granddaughters be damned, I was having a good time. Um so go yeah, off, Gary. Was. Yeah. I, off.
1: I feel him though, because he was like, I I said that, but then I was there and all of these women were so fabulous. He was like, I was not gonna sleep on this opportunity. No. i said that's right yeah, he's an opportunist
0: yeah mm-hmm. he is oh mm-hmm. man
1: oh my god anyway. i probably i probably would go on record for having kissed and made out with the most contestants if i was the bachelorette yeah i'd be kissing everyone everyone
0: yeah be like before oh you're out of the limo <laughs> kiss test you can go home like we're like just yeah. we're gonna dwindle it down just off the kiss <laughs> what a it down. great
1: way what a great way to start the show right Kiss kiss everyone
0: we have a proposal maybe for um for the show actually have you seen that show i think it was on tlc where it was like the blind first kiss where it was like mm. you literally didn't say anything, like you both were blindfolded and you had to kiss and then decide if you wanted to like go on a date based off the kiss. Did you see that show? I think it only had like it one. It sounds season.
1: it sounds really familiar and I just like I would love that show.
0: I went on a date with one of the guys who was on <gasps> the show. Before the show. Like Shut before up. he was on the show. Did yeah. you make he out like a great him? kisser? Oh, we did more mm. than that. <laughs> oh, hey yo. <laughs> it was a really good time it was a really good time um
1: but Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. kind soul
0: I was very much on the rebound it was a one-night thing very respectful kind of person the end love that but we did stay in touch post that only for me to find out he went on this show and I was like you know that's kind of cool like that's a cool concept I would be down for that concept yes
1: me too immediately get me on Um, now
0: right (laughs) I love a good little snog
1: Mm. love a snog absolutely Mm. favorite thing to do in the world
0: yeah Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah i'm trying to think if there's really anything else to add from this episode and um for me not really
1: i guess i just want to say i did not get what i wanted in which kathy did not get called out she like kind of called out herself but not enough for my liking in the
0: most pr way
1: yeah oh very yeah. PR good point very PR yeah, yeah I didn't and, care for it I just like I didn't feel like the women got any roastings
0: no usually they like hash out shit it's like but I guess the Kathy couldn't hash out her mm-hmm. shit because Teresa's like final two now you know but it here's what I here's what, look I love Susan I really wish Susan wasn't didn't interject and say like you have the biggest heart though because it's like Does she? I think Kathy has the biggest heart when it suits her to have the biggest heart. I think if she genuinely had a big Mm. heart, she would be more compassionate in the way that she communicates. You see what I'm saying? It's like, yes, who genuinely have big hearts have big hearts 247, not selected for a period of time or an audience to which they sit in those big heart ways. You see what I mean?
1: Yes, totally agree. Yeah,
0: so we stand by her being a Karen. yeah, I do. I really do. I felt like she was just I like I said, it was a PR move to try and like make her look better in the end. And it just what well, didn't work for me. I see through that shit. Yeah. I see through it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess that was it. What do you want to ditch?
0: What do I wanna ditch? What do I wanna <laughs> ditch from this episode? Um, I wanna ditch. I want to ditch kind of what we talked about before, um, the mindset of lack. I want to ditch the mindset Mm -hmm. of lack and be, I want to encourage people to really be mindful of their words in every area of their life, right? Like choose, even if it feels foreign, it never hurts to daydream y'all. It doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt. If think glass half full, and then you will see the glass become half full. Like it was, Just and if you think I'm full of shit, that's okay too. Just play with me. Just play. Just play with me. Just just experiment with it. Try it on for size. You know what I mean? Like it really. Plus, it feels better. It feels so much better. It feels so much better.
1: Honestly, I'm doubling down on your ditch because truly, I think that that's the biggest takeaway from this whole. Like that seems Mm -hmm. to be at least from our perspective. That's the theme of what we got to see, which is like, yeah. There are so many people look how much better served they are by, by taking in the experience of having dated someone that they're really like they, they admire and being like, Oh, okay, that's out there. And versus faith is like, it's not in the cards for me. Then it won't happen. It's not going to be in the cards for you. Um, And there's a, probably a part of you that can relate to both sets of viewpoints. And I encourage you, me, everyone to lean into the, the abundance.
0: Yeah. There's many
1: more. Keep going. There's
0: many more. Yeah. Yeah. On Hundo. Cool. Uh, okay. Wow. We killed it. Like Slade. Slade. <laughs> um Absolutely are you up- do you have any fun plans this weekend?
1: I'm going to Miami today that's
0: right you're going to miami miami yeah and what i I think what i'm
1: gonna do is like Mm. be intentional Mm. in my in my booty shaking because i'm gonna shake my booty but i'm not gonna shake my booty for the masses i'm gonna shake my booty for my inner child
0: yeah shake your booty for your inner child have maybe like if there's a cutie a little snog action for funsies
1: maybe i'll snog maybe i'll I'll snog maybe i'll be like hey this is this is how i'm greeting people now
0: Yes. are you worth <laughs> my time or not?
1: <laughs> okay, I want people to know that I have the thinnest, tiniest little lippies <laughs> that have ever existed. And when we were, when we were in dance, do you remember when uh, some yeah. of the other girls used to call me turtle lip? Uh, hi, I want I you it. to know.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm trying I want- to do it. I know. It's How hard. You, you just got to have,
1: you got to have a turtle lip. I want you to know that this little turtle lip is a professional makeup. Yeah. No, no filler required over here. Mm-hmm. She is, yeah. she does the damn thing. And she always has from day, yeah. day dot.
0: Yeah. one I can testify to that, I've seen them in action. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> great. A.
1: I only have great reviews. So Don't let your little tiny lips deter you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised.
0: (laughs) Okay, word. I got a wedding, and I met my boyfriend's parents, and that's about... Yeah, oh yeah,
1: we left them on a fucking cliffhanger when we set that up last week she did great yeah. you guys did we
0: talk about it oh yeah we yeah did we did it. We did it it was a good time it was a great time and um they're gonna be in town for the whole month so i'll probably end up hang i'm yes i will be hanging out with them even more so it was a good time alex
1: alex almost finagled her boyfriend's parents to stay at my house to oh, rent yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i was trying to hook it up you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah she was she was she was meeting the parents and she was networking that's how you know her sis. her nervous (laughs) system was relaxed because she was doing many things at once (laughs) she was in her zone Uh, i was
0: i was in my Mm -hmm. zone Mm -hmm. all right y'all we love you i have a big yawn coming out (sighs) okay um
1: if you want to go follow us on our social medias, go to our Instagram, go to our TikTok at Ditch the Script Pod. Go to our website, www.ditchthescriptpod.com. There's the fireworks. <laughs> Check it out. And if you want to hear more of Katy Perry brought to you by Alex Scott, go to her Instagram. Go to our YouTube. <laughs> um, Just hang out and that's with us that-
0: everywhere. Be a stage by the with us. Yeah. Okay. All right. Love we you. love you guys. See you next time. Bye.
1: Bye.